بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ما برادر سيسترز اف وي لوك ات اور اف اي اسك يو تو تيل مي اباوت مساجد اوف ذا ورلد including this masjid for example so tell me something about this masjid what will you say anybody we we'll start with this one then we we'll see others what about this masjid eh house of allah yeah that is general but this masjid specifically what is anything about this what is remarkable what do you what 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 stands out what do you like and so on so on you know cleanliness okay it's clean Dr. Ahmed. United. United. Abu Abdullah. Huh? The community. Okay, the mashallah. The diverse community. Okay. Alhamdulillah. So similarly, if you talk about different masajids, people will talk about these things, which is community and so on. Maybe they will talk about the structure, the building, also beautiful building, some absolutely fabulous structure. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called, gave me the opportunity to see some really, really, really beautiful masajids in the world. And some of the most beautiful are in Kuwait. I really have to, I mean, I have to think hard to uh, compare masajid in other parts of the world with the masajid in Kuwait. Absolutely phenomenal. The question is, what really makes a masjid great? Is it the building? Is it the... cleanliness even is it uh, populating let me tell you a story true story from the sira there was a man whose name was thumama bin uthal and he was one of the big chiefs of the banu hanifa nothing to do with you know, banu hanifa is banu hanifa this is a big tribe in the najd in present day saudi arabia so in the north So Thumama bin Uthal decided to go for Umrah. So he left with a few people. For his fate or luck, whatever you want to call it, there was a scouting uh, cavalry uh, battalion of uh, Muslims sent out by Rasulullah to patrol. They saw them and they surrounded them and they captured them. So Tumama bin Uthal got captured by the Muslims. They brought him. They didn't know who he was. So they, you know, some guy. They brought him to Madina. And they tied him up to one of the pillars of Masjid al-Nabi wa Sharif. And they informed Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They said, we've got some fellow. He's here. So Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he saw him, he knew who, who, who this man was. <laughs> this is the big chief. And big chief of a very big tribe. Right? So he said, Alhamdulillah. So Rasulullah ordered for food to be sent to Thumama bin Uthal from his own house. And of course, he was treated well. I mean, like anybody else. Those days, they didn't, Muslims do not have a, a custom of torturing prisoners and so on. Right? So we treat them well. So he was, but he was, he was a prisoner. He was tied up to the pole. Next morning, Rasulullah came to him and he asked him, he said, 
So mama, what do you want to say to me? He said, Ya Muhammad, if you kill me, you will be killing somebody who has killed other people. So there is no blame on you. He said, I've killed people. So if you kill me, then you know you're killing someone who has killed who killed other people. No blame on you. If you leave me free, then you would have left free somebody who is capable of showing his gratitude, who will be very grateful to you. And if you want money or something, just name whatever you want. Give me a number. Nabi Sallallahu did not say anything to him. He, didn't re- he did not reply to this. He left. So this fellow is now tied to the post. One full day passes. Next morning, Nabi Sallallahu goes to him again. He said, Ya Thumama, what do you want to say to me? He said, Ya Muhammad, وسلم, the same thing I told you yesterday, I don't have anything else. If you kill me, you are killing somebody who has killed other people, so no blame on you. If you leave me free, I will be very grateful to you. I show my gratitude. And if you want ransom, if you want money or property or something, just name the price. Whatever you say. Nabi Sallallahu left him. Two days. Third day, Again he asked him, Ya Tumama, what do you have to say to me? He said, Ya Muhammad, I have nothing different. Same thing I have to say, say to you, which I told you before, same thing. So Rasulullah ordered that Tumama bin Uthal should be released. No ransom, no nothing. He said, you're good, go home. Release him. The Sahaba were very surprised. He asked, this man is, first of all, he is from the enemy. Secondly, you are releasing him, but he, this man is worth money. He is, you know, I mean, at least we get something from him. Some ransom. And he, this, this, this is like big time. You know, he, he, he says, anything you want, I'll give you. Rasulullah said, no, let him go. They let him go. Sumabha and Nuthal, left. He went, he went into one of the date uh, plantations in Medina, which had a well. He took a bath. He came back to Masjid Nabi, to Nabi Sallam. And he said, Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna ka Rasulullah. He said, I bear witness that there is no one worthy of worship except Allah. And I bear witness that you are his messenger. Alhamdulillah, everybody is very happy. Nabi Sallallahu asked him, why didn't you say this when you were here? He said, because I don't want people to say I said it out of fear. You want to kill me, kill me, no problem. I am your prisoner. When you release me, I am now on my own. I can do what I want. So I came back. He said, I made up my mind on the first day. Huh? Why? Why did he make up his mind? I told you the story, the entire story. Rasulullah did not give him dawa even for one minute. 
nothing he did not even say to him accept allah as your as your ma'bud no nobody else gave him any dawa all that happened was sumaba bin usal radi allah anhu saw what was happening in masjid anabi al-shaykh He was there. He was tied in the in the masjid. He was watching every, whatever was happening, regular activity of the masjid, five times prayer. He was Nabi Sallallahu would be giving his khatira after fajr. He used to give. He would listen to that. People would come and ask him questions. He would be answering. Maybe somebody's got a conflict. Nabi Sallallahu is resolving the conflict and so on. whatever. Three days of normal activity in the masjid, which the man saw nobody. talk to him nobody gave him dawa nobody argued with him nobody debated with him he accepted islam one of the most powerful chiefs of the hijaz and the najd and then he said ya rasulullah i was on my way to umrah when your people captured me what do you want me to do nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam go make umrah but make umrah now as a muslim not as a mushrik and he taught him the talbiya hey my brother is saying hajj is talking about right nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught the talbiya to sumama bin usal radhiyallahu anhu labbaik allahumma labbaik labbaik la sharika lak labbaik innal hamda wan ni'mata lak wal mulk La sharika lak. Sumaba bin Uthal radiyallahu anhu is the first man in history to make the talbiya while making tawaf going to the Kaaba. First man. So he went there and he loudly called the talbiya and the Quraysh came they said what is this? Where did you get these words from? He said, "I am a Muslim. I have accepted the religion of Muhammad, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and this is what he taught me." So somebody tried to beat him. Somebody pulled out an arrow, then they stopped him. They said, "Do you know who this?" The other people they said, "You know who this man is? You kill him, we are finished. Leave him alone. You can't touch this man. He is too big and too powerful a man." So he said I want to announce to you guys He said from today not one grain of rice will come to Makkah He said I'm stopping all the caravans that come because he was they 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 the, the Banu Hanifa were on the caravan route He said no food will come to Makkah from today until Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam orders it He shot stopped everything It got to the point prices went up it got to the point where they started starving they 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 literally had no food so they wrote a letter and they sent a man they said yeah 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 muhammad sallallahu tell you are tell you are man we are starving here nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam told him release them let them go let the food go there the reason i'm saying this is apart from the fact that it's one of the beautiful stories of sira it is the amal of the masjid 
Alhamdulillah, we should have beautiful masajid. We must have, you know, if we spend money on the masjid, the beautification, the making it comfortable and clean, all of this is good. And we should have that. But the value is in the amal of the masjid. What happens in the masjid? The ruh of it, the love of it, not just salah. Salah with the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The way people behave with each other, respect for the elders, affection on the youngsters, right? People behaving with the proper way of behaving. People talking to each other like true brothers and sisters with love for each other. All of this. This is what is impressive. This is what changes hearts. This is what is brings people to Islam because this is Islam in action. Living of Islam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalla to make each of us a symbol of Islam, a reflection of the akhlaq of Rasulullah and to make each of us somebody who by his or her speech and action demonstrates Islam. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us those who others will be attracted to so that they also become musharraf bil Islam. Wa sallallahu ala nabi al-kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika rahim.